Welcome back to another episode of Swordscape. Today we're gonna be doing everything that happened yesterday and then also the second half of my mock draft, which we're actually gonna get to first. Um, so we left off at number 16 where I had the Raiders taking Jeremiah Ulusu Karoma, the linebacker out of Notre Dame. So now we're at number 17, which is the Arizona Cardinals. And here I have them taking Eric Stokes, the cornerback out of Georgia. Um, Patrick Peterson not getting any younger. That secondary, even with Patrick Peterson, needs some help. Um, So I've got them addressing that. I could see them maybe going offensive line or tight end. I don't think there's a reasonable tight end. I don't think Pat Freermith really goes before the um, mid-30s. Um, so early second round, I don't really see Freermith going earlier than that, um, unless there's a really desperate team, but I don't really see a desperate team here. I have the Cardinals there going Eric Stokes. The next one here is the Colts. I have them taking Trey Lance, the quarterback out of North Dakota State. Obviously, Phillip Rivers is average at best um and he's getting older as it goes as the season goes on he's not gonna be that good for that much longer and uh I'm not very high on Jacoby Brissett coming in and replacing him I think the Colts need to a fresh start with a quarterback and I think Trey Lance here is the best guy on the board for that um I think that the Colts really have a lot of positions on the offense they need to address. Uh, They need another receiver. T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman have been solid. Uh, Zach Pascal, I guess. Um, But I think that they really need just a true number one target. T.Y. Hilton has regressed. Michael Pittman, he's been good, but he hasn't been he hasn't progressed into that number one target yet, but I think that he will over time. Um, so there's really, for me, no other way for the Colts to go except for Trey Lance. Uh, number 19 here is Washington. This one was an interesting pick for me because they could go, in my opinion, multiple ways. You could go with a quarterback, uh, Dwayne Haskins. Their quarterback just got cut by the team um, for a good reason, too. He was not playing well at all. But then there's also the place where you need another weapon because you can't really expect somebody to play well with Logan Thomas and Terry McLaurin as their main weapons. Cam Sims has been solid, but I just don't really think that that's going to be good enough to do what they want to do, which is make the playoffs and be a consistent contender. Here, I have them taking Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver out of Minnesota at number 19. I think this is a good pick. They need another guy to help out McLaurin and Cam Sims. Uh, Steven Sims has been, he's been injured uh, earlier and now he has just, he's lost his number two job to Cam Sims. I think that they need another receiver to help that whoever the quarterback is next year out. Um, if they need a quarterback, there are solid options in free agency. Um, Cam Newton, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 
they want to bring in Andy Dalton, um, also Dak Prescott, uh, if they have the money for him. I would bet a lot on him returning to Dallas, but um, maybe not. Mitchell Trubisky is, as of right now, set to hit the open market, but there are rumors about the Bears bringing him back for another season. Um, There's a lot of solid options. Jameis Winston, if they want to sign him. Um, It's not like there's nobody, so... I think that the best thing to do here would be draft a receiver um, and either stick with Alex Smith or get a quarterback like Fitzpatrick um, or Cam Newton in free agency. I think that either of those options would be good for them. Uh, Next up is number 20, the Bears. I have them taking Samuel Cosme. Samuel Cosme, the offensive tackle out of Texas. Um, the Bears' offensive line has been pretty terrible this season. I think it's at least a bottom 10, bottom 5 offensive line. Um, they've, they've really had only a few bright spots on it, which is, um, their new center, Sam Mustafer. He's actually came in and played well. Um, but other than that, they've really been injury struck on that with their in my opinion, their best offensive lineman, James Daniels, going down. Um, I just think that they need another tackle, and I think that they're going to get one here with Cosme. Um, and there's really not much else to go for them in the first round. Um, I guess you could go quarterback with the best one here on my board is Kyle Trask, which I could I guess you could go with, but I personally would rather, as a Bears fan, I would rather have a tackle, um, because if Trubisky keeps up the way he's been playing, I think that there's really no need to go quarterback until, um, later in the drafts where you could get a Brock Purdy or an Ian Book. I think that would be a solider option than going first round quarterback and then, um, and then going tackle a lot later. I guess this is really all going to depend on how Trubisky does week 17 end of the season. But right now I have them taking Samuel Cosme, the tackle out of Texas. Next up at 21, it's the Jaguars here. Um, they've This is their second pick of the first round here. They've already taken... Uh, Trevor Lawrence at number one. Now they have number 21. And I have them using this pick on Jalen Mayfield, another offensive lineman out of Michigan. Um, I've, I went back and forth on receiver and tackle for the Jags here, but I think that, um, tackle makes a lot more sense for them. They've already got DJ Chark. They've got LaVisca Chenault. Those two guys should be good. Um, and then a third option, they've got Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, Chris Conley. I think they still have Conley, um, but there's still a decent receiving core there. I think that they would much rather go with a tackle. I think that there is Jalen Mayfield, um, and he's going to protect Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully, they would hope for years to come um, on that Jaguars offense, so that's who I have the Jaguars taking. 
Uh, here at number 22, it's the Cleveland Browns. I have them taking Joseph Osai, the edge out of Texas. The Browns need another pass rusher that's not named Miles Garrett. Um, and there's really no other places where I could see them necessarily going here. I don't think they need tight end, even though Austin Hooper's underperformed. They do have the rookie Harrison Bryant, who's been good. Um, they've got a decent receiving core, or when healthy, uh, between Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Baker Mayfield's played well. He's starting to turn into a top 15, top 10 quarterback. I don't know if I'd put him in top 10 right now. I would probably put him in t- within the top 15, though. Um, and then their offensive line has been good. They drafted Jedrick Wills in the first round last year. He's played well for them. Um, and so I think that the Browns here just need another edge rusher, um, on that other side of Miles Garrett, and I think that Joseph Osai is a good guy for that. Next up here is the Miami Dolphins. Um, here I already have them. This is their second pick of the first round here, and they have already taken, um, Jamar Chase, the receiver out of LSU. Here I have them going Wyatt Davis, the lineman out offensive lineman out of Ohio State. Um, you got a weapon for Tua, now you get somebody to protect Tua. I think that this draft really <clears throat> or at least this first round of the draft really has to just be building around Tua. <clears throat> a lot of people think that he's been a bust so far. I think he's played fine. I wouldn't say he's played good or great by any means, but I still do think that he is the future there, and I think that you need to give him some guys to work with. I think that this would be a dream draft for the Dolphins. Here you get the best receiver in the draft, and then you get a solid lineman to protect him. So I think that would be a, this would be a great first round for the Dolphins if they could manage it. And so that is who I have them taking there. Next up at number 24, it's the Ravens. I think they could go some different ways here, but I have them settling on Terrace Marshall Jr., the wide receiver out of LSU. Um, The one thing that I've seen about the Ravens so far is that their tight end, or not their tight ends, but their yes, their tight ends have been um, pretty much the wide receiver ones or the main targets. Mark Andrews <coughs> um, has been more productive than their wide receiver one, Hollywood Brown, who had underperformed a lot earlier in the season and is now finally starting to show signs of life. Um, but other than that, Willie Sneed, uh, Devin Duvernay, and Miles Boykin. Um, those guys, you they're not terrible, but you need somebody better. I think that here they go with Terrace Marshall Jr., um, the teammate of Jamar Chase. And I think that they get Lamar Jackson. I need another guy to throw to. The Ravens' defense is good. You can address that later in the draft if you want to um, spend some picks to boost it. Uh, their offensive line is fine. I don't see any real problems there. Um, I haven't really looked at it too much in depth, though. I think that the main need for them here is either receiver or safety. I think receiver 
Um, there's a, I think safety is more, the better safeties are more second, third rounds. I think that there are more notable receivers here in the first. I think that you got to get one in Terrace Marshall Jr. <clears throat> Next up here, it's the Buccaneers. I have them. I think they could go Kyle Trask here, but I'm not going to say they do. I think here they go with Jay Tufeld, defensive lineman out of USC. Um, I had them taking Javon Kinlaw last year, I think, um, but they didn't. They took Tristan Wirth, the tackle out of, I think it was Iowa, who's turned out well for them. Um, but now it's time to address the defensive line. I think that they do that here with Tufel. He's been a monster there for USC. Um, he's really just been a he's a good athlete. Um, he has good hands. Really, anything, everything you'd like in a defensive lineman here. I think that the Buccaneers take him there. Next up is the Titans, who are now. As of in as of my mock draft here and the people remaining on my board, they are in a position to reach. And I think that they do reach a little bit with Sean Wade, the cornerback out of Ohio State. Normally I would have him going at least in the to into the thirties. Um, but here I have the Titans taking him at twenty six. It's not a big reach, but I think that they need secondary. They addressed last year with Christian Fulton. I think that they take um, Sean Wade this time, get him in there to help. I wouldn't be shocked if they did go offensive line. They've had an injured offensive line. Taylor Lewan, I think, has been injured. Um, But I think that the secondary is a bigger need. I think cornerback is a bigger need, and I think that is where the Titans are going to go here. Next up is the Jets. Um, here I have them. This is their second pick of the first round that they got from Seattle in the Jamal Adams trade. Um, they've already taken Penny Sewell in my mock draft. So here I have them going Travis Etienne, the running back out of Clemson. Frank Gore, who's been their lead back, probably not going to return. He's probably either going to retire um, I don't know what his contract is like if he's a free I don't think he's a free agent, but I could see him retiring after this season. Um he's had a long career. Um, so I guess he could retire after the season. Um and then they've got LaMichael P. Ryan, who's been solid. Well, I a little bit less than solid. He hasn't been great, but I think that they need another guy to finally establish that lead back that they haven't really had since a guy like Le'Veon Bell. Even then, Le'Veon Bell was not great. I think that they need another guy. Um, I think they need another guy like that. Uh, I think Travis Etienne is going to be that guy for the Jets. And I think that is where they go here. I could see them maybe going Trask. That would be a risky pick, though, with Darnold. I think you wait another year on the quarterback. Let Darnold, let Darnold show what he's got for another year. Um, fire Adam Gase, see if that helps him. Here they go, Travis Etienne. Next up, it's the Bills at number 28. 
I have them taking Zayvon Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa. Um, this is a guy who's been rising up the draft boards, um, but he's been a really good one for the Tulsa um, defense. He has, he's a good athlete. Um, he's got good range in coverage. He's really, um, he's just got a lot of control and coverage. I think that's something the Bills could use. Um, I think they could also maybe go pass rush, which he's also not a bad guy at. I think he's a good all-around linebacker, um, one of the best in the draft behind maybe Parsons. Um, but still, I think he's a really good linebacker, and I think that here the Bills are going to take him. <clears throat> Next up at 29, it's the New Orleans Saints. I have them taking Kyle Trask, the quarterback, out of Florida. Um, I think this one, it's not a hard pick for me. I think they could go linebacker. Dylan Moses is still on the board right now. I think Dylan Moses is not going to be taken here. I think the Saints are going to go Kyle Trask. Drew Brees is not getting any younger um and as he gets older here you need to start looking for a replacement I think that they go and pull the trigger on a replacement here with Kyle Trask I think Trask is a great player um he's a Heisman finalist for good reason um my only worry with him is his ability to get outside of the pocket and the fact that his arm is not huge um, it's kind of like Drew Brees all over again in a way, um, but I really like his football IQ. I think that's one of his strengths. I think that the Saints here are getting a solid quarterback in Trask. They just he just needs to develop a little bit more, um, and I think that is who they take. Next up, it's the Steelers. I have them. Here in what I think would be a surprise pick, I have them taking Najee Harris, a running back out of Alabama. I really think that this one could have gone to the Bills, um, with but the Bills have Zach Moss, who really just needs to get more carries. I think if he gets more carries and stops splitting them with Devin Singletary, he'll turn out a lot better. But the reason I have... The Steelers taking Najee Harris is because James Conner this year has been less than impressive. He has he had not even his production. He's just looked sluggish out on the field. Um, he's not great in the passing game. He's not great in the rush game. Najee Harris is good in both of those. Um, I think he's just outside the Heisman voting uh, at number five. Their four finalists, he finished number five. I think he deserved to be in the top four. Um, I think that he would... He and Devontae Smith have been amazing for Alabama this year. I think the Steelers need a new running back. I think they could trade James Conner. Um, even be left with Benny Snell. I think that one could be a better option. I really just... not a. I'm not a big fan of James Conner. Um, I don't know what his contract is like or when it expires, um, but I think that they should either let they should let him walk when it happens. Um, 
he's probably gonna want money. I don't think they should give it to him. I think that here, they I would much rather if I am the Steelers draft a guy who's probably going to be better. I think they here take Najee Harris. Next up at thirty one, it's the Packers. I have them going wide receiver here with Amon Ross St. Brown, the receiver out of USC. Um, they made a pick last year, which was passing up on Justin Jefferson, the receiver out of LSU, who's dominated the Offensive Rookie of the Year conversation with Justin Herbert and James Robinson. I don't think that they take, or I don't think they pass up on a receiver again. Devontae Adams has been great, um, more than great. Devontae Adams has been incredible for them this year. Um, but you really have nobody else aside from Robert Tunyon, the tight end. Uh, but then you got, like, I guess Mercedes Valdez-Scantling. Or not Mercedes Valdez-Scantling, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is their backup tight end. Um, but I think you need another guy for Aaron Rodgers to throw to. Devontae Adams has been incredible. He cannot do it all, though. You need another guy that's going to be getting targets. I think Amon Ross St. Brown here is going to be that guy for the Packers. And then the final pick here is the Kansas City Chiefs. I have them taking Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive lineman from USC. So back-to-back Trojans go there. Um, The Chiefs are great. Um, there's really no other way to put it. They have almost everything, um, except for some offensive linemen and some defensive pieces. That is really going to put them over the top here. I have them taking Vera Tucker. Um, just, I think that's going to be a really solid pick. I think he can boost their offensive line right away. I really like this pick for the Chiefs and that one there wraps up the mock draft so I hope you enjoyed that one that is all that I'm going to do for today so make sure you come back um later for another episode I'm not 100% sure on when it will be but if when it happens you don't want to miss it so I will see you then for another episode